Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. As if the coronavirus wasn't enough, there is now a deadly plague of locusts all over the world of possible biblical proportions. Is this prophecy unveiling right before our eyes? Also, there's some big news in the world of Kratom from Johns Hopkins, which is really interesting because it seems like some medical professionals uh, actually want to stand on the side of science and truth, which is great to see. So we're going to talk about all that and more on today's Peck Report. everybody hope you are doing well so you've probably seen it shared all over social media uh, about this uh, biblical plague of locusts that's happening again Uh, we always report on these on peck report and we've done several because it's happening so much now i mean it's hard to believe that this isn't uh some type of if if not if not prophecy itself some type of birth pang leading up to uh the biblical prophecy of of uh you know pestilence and plagues and famines and and all of that stuff uh, i mean even nbc of all places even nbc is reporting on this uh so this comes from NBC News uh, by the Associated Press. Uh, Garo, Somalia. Now, at a glance, it says the desert locust in this arid patch of northern Somalia look less ominous than the billion-member swarms infesting East Africa and the worst outbreak some places have seen in 70 years. Worst outbreak some places have seen in 70 years. But it says their time will come. 
Small and wingless, uh, the hopping young locusts are in the next wave of the outbreak that threatens more than 10 million people across the region with a severe hunger crisis. And they're growing up in one of the most inaccessible places on the planet, large parts of Somalia, south of this semi-autonomous uh, Puntland region, are under threat or held by the al-Qaeda-linked al-Shabaab extremist group. That makes it difficult or impossible to conduct the aerial spraying of the locusts that experts say is the only effective control. Somalia has declared, isn't that interesting? The only effective con control is uh, spraying these things with, with chemicals and pesticides and, and cancer-causing things. Uh, it says Somalia has declared the outbreak a national emergency. Across the region, it has the potential, quote, to be the most devastating plague of locusts in any of our living memories if we don't reduce the problem faster than we're doing at the moment, end quote, UN Humanitarian Chief Mark Lowcock said now let me let me let me guess um let me guess before we even get into it let me guess the the solution has to do with government control it has to do with um probably spraying these things with deadly chemicals and the government has to be in total control over it right because anytime there's a crisis uh, especially w when the un is concerned the world governments have to be in control over all of it because they do such a good job as we all know um it continues, as an armed Somali policeman stood by, experts on Thursday walked across the dry land, crawling with the young locusts and explained the threat to come if the world doesn't act right now. Uh, it's funny, this, <coughs> excuse me, this sort of sounds like the climate crisis, just with, uh, uh, you know, a different crisis. The world needs to know where this all begins, said Alberto Trillo Barca, a spokesman for the UN Food and Ag Agricultural Organization. In the next three or four weeks, these nymphs, as we call them, will develop wings. Then they are expected to set off for neighboring Kenya and Ethiopia, where a handful of planes spraying pesticide can only do so much if such swarms keep arriving. Climate experts. Oh, there we go. Climate experts have pointed to unusually heavy rains aided by a powerful cyclone off Somalia in December as a major factor in the outbreak. The locusts were uh, carried by the storm's wind from the Arabian Peninsula and parts beyond. And now they're feeding on uh, Somalia's fresh vegetation. With more rains expected in the region in coming weeks, the number of locusts, if unchecked, could grow by up to 500 times by June when drier weather is expected. But that drier weather is not necessarily the solution, said Dominique Burgeon, the FAO's Emergency and Resilience Director. The density of the locusts is now so high that even normal moisture can lead to another generation. He says, quote, we cannot believe in Mother Nature to solve it, end quote. Without enough spraying to stop the swarms, the already worrying outbreak could turn into a plague. And when you have a plague, it takes years to control, he said. Against that sweeping outlook, a few masked workers with white protective suits and pesticide uh, containers strapped to their backs stood in the Camel Cross Somali Desert, spritzing the thousands of locusts clinging to thorny bushes. The world's changing climate uh, brings the risk of more cyclones coming in from the warming Indian Ocean off uh, East Africa climate experts say with that the likelihood of further locust outbreaks grows that alone climate experts saying it that alone makes me think none of it's real you know I mean there have been so many false predictions uh, from these so-called experts but 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 thank God the climate the climate experts are on it uh, th they'll they'll be sure to come up with a solution that that'll solve this crisis you know and, and what I've what I've always said all, all of this it, it comes back to Jesus Christ and and I know Non-Christians are going to mock that. Mock away. That's, that's fine. Because, yes, I am proposing that as a solution. Uh, 
I, I, I believe that the, the solution to all of this is us as Christians getting out there, making disciples of all nations. What does that have to do with locust plagues? We know how plagues of locusts are dealt with. You know, we know how they were dealt with in ancient times. And uh, look, it, it just it just all comes back to Jesus. And so what I'm asking everybody to do is pray for these people. Uh, pray that they'll get saved both their crops, you know, you know, that physically they'll they'll get saved, but also spiritually that they'll get saved uh, if if some of them are not already. Uh, so, but is this something that's actually biblical? So I, I like a lot of issues. I see both sides of this. I, I see two extremes. There's there's one extreme that says, you know, this is this is prophetic. This is uh, this is Bible prophecy at play. It's going to get a lot worse. Um, you know, we're we're, we're going to see a worldwide famine. And this is just the start of it. That's one extreme. The other extreme is, um, you know, well, we need to control these swarms through spraying them with dangerous pesticides and curbing global warming or climate change or whatever they're calling it this week. Uh, So we need more government control to handle this problem because people themselves aren't sufficient enough to handle their own problems. D- despite the fact that people have lived in these areas uh, basically forever, uh, let's lay that aside, but but we have the UN now. So now we need the UN to come in, take control over the area. And that that kind of thing makes me believe that some of these locust swarm claims are exaggerated. I don't know if they are. That's, and that's the thing that's so infuriating about it. I don't know if they're exaggerated or not. I don't I don't actually know if this is a real problem. The second that climate change gets slapped onto it, it makes me think it's all fake. It makes me think there is no locust plague. You know, the, the, the second they get climate experts involved, it's either that or there is a real plague and the UN is capitalizing on it, on it and, you know, n- never, never waste a, a disaster, n- never, never waste a crisis. And they're, they're using it not to help people, but to increase their own power. So either way, it's terrible. Uh, and Th- this this could play into prophecy anyway, because we, we know that there's going to be plagues and famines and stuff like that, but there's also going to be a lot of lies. Wars, rumors of wars, all that stuff that we've heard 100,000 times. Um, and obviously, we're, we're living in days that could be described that way. Are these the end of the end days? I don't know. Uh, no one really knows. If anybody tells you they know for sure they're lying to you. They, they, they don't know. And they, they have an ego bigger than their head can fill, uh, can contain, excuse me. But, um, nobody really knows, but with stuff like this and all the lies surrounding it, to, to me, it seems, seems likely it, it, it seems at least plausible. Um, uh, now another source describes it in this way. It says, uh, and this comes from, from Express. It says, end of the world, coronavirus panic, and African locust plague spark Bible apocalypse fears. The end of the world is upon us as coronavirus and apocalyptic locust plague and the conflict between Iran and U.S. fulfills the prophecy for Jesus' second coming. Eh, that's a step too far. I, I, I don't know of any biblical prophecy expert that's saying that exactly that this conflict between Iran and the U S absolutely fulfills the prophecy for Jesus. Second, nobody's saying that it's, it may, it might. 
Uh, but those prophecies, uh, many of them are, are, are vague. Some of them are incredibly specific, but some of them are kind of vague, and they could get fulfilled in other ways. That's why prophecy experts all throughout time for the past 2,000 years have been wrong, consistently have been wrong. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not mocking anybody for that. Um, that. That's just how it is. I mean, we can't predict the future. All we have are the prophecies contained in the Bible. We just have that information. So if that's all we have to go on, we need to be vigilant and we have to look into it and we have to think of ways that these could be fulfilled. But we also have to be real about it and we have to say, you know, we don't know for sure, but it could be fulfilled this way. It could be fulfilled that way. Uh, this, this locust plague could be a fulfillment of things in Revelation, or at least a precursor to it. Could be, might not be. But in case it is, we have to talk about it um, so we can prepare. Uh, but but we can't say that it is for sure. And it, it annoys me when uh, people get online and they act like they know better than everybody else, and they act like they themselves have uh, the the ultimate ultimate beam of truth and and they're going to bestow it upon the rest of us if only we would listen because they're they're the prophet crying in the night that no one will listen to they're so persecuted it, all it does is inflate their ego and it, may, it it makes them do this kind of stuff uh so we, we we're, we're not doing that and we shouldn't engage in that we, we shouldn't entertain that nobody knows all right but the point is it could be so we need to look into it uh, so that, that first line, you know, I'm showing you the two extremes, the extreme of like the climate science thing where the government gets involved and, uh, takes control over everything. And then the other side where it's like, like, like Bible prophecy on steroids, where everything is a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And, and that's another extreme that we shouldn't engage in. They could be again, like I said, and we say constantly on this show, um, could be, and, we we have to wait and see, but we have to be vigilant and we have to know what's going on. Anyway, so I uh, just wanted to point that out. Um, but it says, according to outrageous claims among biblical scholars. No, notice how they paint they paint Christianity like this. They'll take the extreme. They'll take the couple of people online that are that are posting like idiots that this is the end of the world, and they'll take that extreme and then and then and then paint the rest of Christianity, paint all of us, you and me, with that broad stroke. Uh, so you know they're they're feeding into this hysteria and they're 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 helping they're helping people have an excuse to think that Christians are just crazy apocalyptic nut jobs, uh, but I I would be surprised if they, I, if they've ever talked to a few just normal Christians you know they wouldn't be posting stuff like this, but probably probably what's happened is they talked to one they either talked to an actual prophecy expert and twisted his words around. Uh, or, or somebody who studies Bible prophecy and twisted his words around. Cause that happens a lot. Uh, that's happened to my good friend, Paul Begley a, a lot, um, where they will, they'll take his, his words, twist them around and, and make them sound totally extreme. Uh, but when you actually listen to the guy, he, it's, it's not like that at all. Um, or they'll find one legitimate extreme example of somebody who really does believe that this is the end of the world and he's the only one that knows and he's got to warn the rest of us uh they'll find him and they'll exploit that guy and try to make all christians look like that but anyway it says the deadly disease has now claimed the lives of more than 1300 people in china and is threatening to become a global pandemic while conflict in iran and the african locust invasion have the middle east on high alert but biblical scholar melvin sandalin 
uh, I, I am not familiar with that name, has urged viewers on his Christian Life YouTube channel not to fear, claiming it is just a part of the process for the return of Jesus. Mr. Sandlin wildly suggested coronavirus is just one of the examples that the end times prophecy is being fulfilled and he's not alone in his thinking. Now, I would have to actually look at what this person said before I am going to trust what Express has to say about what he said. Because it could be that, I, I don't know this guy at all, could be that he's totally off off his rocker and he's saying a bunch of crazy stuff, or it could just be that he's saying the kinds of things that most of us say and then Express is taking it and twisting it into sounding totally totally radical. I, I, I would bet that's what's happening. But he, he said last week, we know that the end results of the Bible prophecies is that the world is going to come to an end when Jesus comes back. As we see these signs increase, we know that we are getting closer to that moment. Well, that's, I mean, and of course, I mean, okay, if that's the most extreme statement that they can find, that's just time. You know, that's how time works. Every second that goes by, we are closer to the end of the world. Obviously, it could not be any other way. It's physically impossible for it to be any other way than that. So what, what is wrong with this, what this guy is saying? As these sign, signs increase, that is a very common mainstream Christian belief. You know, as the birth pains increase, we're getting closer to that moment. But again, there's, there's nothing extreme about that. That's how time works. Um, so the quote continues, but notice that one of the signs that Jesus gives for us at the end of the world is in Matthew 23, verses 6 and 7. The gospel passage reads, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Again, like, like I've said, we've heard that 100,000 times. See that you are not troubled. These things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. Mr. Sandlin added, quote, 2,000 years ago, Jesus made the prediction that in the time before he would come back, the world would not be free from disease and outbreaks. Despite the modern efforts being made by the medical world, new diseases and outbreaks will still take place. The Wuhan coronavirus is just one of these examples of how we see end times prophecy like this being fulfilled in front of our very eyes. I don't see anything wrong with what he just said. I don't see anything wrong in that statement. Uh, I, and, you know, only, only a radically literal reading of that last one here Coronavirus is just one of these examples of how we see end times prophecy like this being fulfilled in front of our eyes. Now, I, I believe what this article is trying to do is take that statement and say, he's saying that coronavirus is a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy and we're the, we are in the end times. We are in the end of the world. That's not what he's saying at all. He's saying it's an example. The coronavirus is just one example of how it could play out later. Um, this could be a direct fulfillment, but it could also play out like this later on in the future. It's an example. That's why he's using words like like, uh, if we remember similes and metaphors from high school, like or as, remember? Um, he, he, he's using a simile. He's saying it, it, like this. So if this is if this is the best that Express has, they are severely lacking. But, you know, of course, articles like this always want to make uh, Christians look like totally crazy people. Um, as the whole world is sucked into this media for old fear for the coronavirus, Jesus said, don't fear. Absolutely correct. These things must happen. They are a sign of what is to come. Jesus is coming back soon. Also absolutely correct. Hey, if you guys have information on this guy, let me know. I've never heard of him, but uh, and, and literally what I'm reading here is my only exposure to him. So I might, I might be off base, but I'm not seeing anything wrong with what he's saying. I mean, you let me know in the comments below. What do you, what do you think? 
Uh, but so far, I mean, with, with articles like this, they, they want to take the most extreme examples. If this is the worst they got, I mean, that's that's just basic 101 Bible prophecy. This is stuff we already know. It's a good message, you know, especially the do not fear stuff. I mean, it's it's nice to, it's always good to hear Bible prophecy speakers say that we're not supposed to fear. That's That's great. But if this is the most extreme example, if this is the worst that Express has, on this guy, that's nothing. That that's 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 nothing. Then they don't have anything, and you can tell that all they're trying to do is paint Christianity with this broad, crazy brush and make us all look like idiots. This guy doesn't even look like an idiot to me, not in this article. But if I wasn't a Christian and I was just doing a surface level reading and I didn't understand anything about Bible prophecy study, I, I would be easily led into thinking that this person is nuts and that all Christians are crazy. So he goes on, as the whole world is sucked into this media for old fear for the coronavirus, Jesus said, don't fear. These things must happen. They are a sign of what is soon to come. Jesus is coming back soon. Amen. Meanwhile, uh, Locust Swarm, has uh, as big as a major city, is wreaking havoc in Africa, and experts say it could grow uh, 400 times the size by June, spreading to Uganda, South Sudan, and further north, threatening the Middle East. Uh, it is almost like a page out of the Bible's Old Testament book of Exodus. The chapter reads, So Moses stretched out his staff over Egypt, and the Lord made an east wind blow across the land uh, all that day and all that night. By morning, the wind had brought the locusts. They invaded all Egypt and settled down in every area of the country in great numbers. Um, never before had there been such a plague of the locusts, nor will there ever be again. They covered all the ground until it was black. They devoured all that was left after the hail, uh, everything growing in the fields and the fruit on the trees. Nothing green remained on tree or plant in all the land of Egypt. A pastor in Kenya's capital said he was asking for God's forgiveness following the invasion earlier this month. He said it is not normal that the country has been invaded by desert locusts and having rain in the month of January. I am here to repent our sins and ask God for forgiveness because something is wrong somewhere and also ask God for his visitation. That is a prayer we should all uh, participate in. We should all join this uh, Kenyan pastor uh, in that prayer. That is exactly the right response. That, that, that is a, a, a good respect for the Lord. That's a good fear of the Lord. Uh, and you know, we, we, as, I wish, I wish there were more Christian examples of that. So again, they're trying to paint this guy as some crazy guy, but he's not that that's absolutely the correct attitude. It's a humble, uh, it's a humble attitude. It says, okay, the problem isn't with you. God, the world wants to blame God. The world wants to blame God for, uh, all of this stuff. Even, even though a lot of the world doesn't even like, like the atheist world doesn't believe in God, but they'll still blame God for being this maniacal sociopath. It's like, well, you're saying, according to you, atheist, you're saying that about an imaginary sky daddy. So how crazy do you sound? You know, uh, but you're angry at a God that you don't even believe in. And it's because they know he exists. Deep down, they know. They don't consciously know it. They have spent their lives trying to deny it. But they know deep down that they have a creator and they're mad at him. So while the rest of the world wants to shout at God, and and get mad at him for this kind of stuff. I mean, how many times have you heard the old atheist argument, I can't believe in a God that allows cancer to happen to children? Well, I can believe in a God that allows children to overcome cancer, my son being one of them. Uh, you know, there, there's two sides to that argument. There's two sides to every argument. Uh, but while they want to blame God for all this, here here is this humble pastor uh, 
saying, you know what, we, we need to repent. We need to ask God for forgiveness because it looks like maybe we did something. Either way, let, let's ask for his help. Let, let's humbly come before him and ask for his help. We all need to share in that prayer with this, with this pastor. Um, so he said, quote, I am here to repent our sins and ask God for forgiveness because something is wrong somewhere and also ask God for his visitation. God bless you all. Call the Lord and he will hear your prayers. End quote. Last night, a rocket attack slammed into an Iraqi base in the province of Kirkuk, where uh, U.S. Base, bases are stationed. It was the last saga, latest saga following heightened tension between the U.S. and Iran, which have been mounting since Donald Trump ordered the assassination of General Qasim Soleimani on January 3rd. Um, California-based prophecy writer Bill Salas. Uh, Bill is a good friend of mine. And if they try to paint him as like some crazy kook, man, you, could, you couldn't meet a more like down-to-earth, stable, uh, o- o- almost predictable <laughs> kind of person. I mean, he, he's he, – you, you, and I don't mean that as an insult. It's, it's just he, he's really stable and down-to-earth, and you know what he's going to say. Um, he's very well-researched. He makes good cases on the things that he believes. So let's see what the article says about him. California-based prophecy writer Bill Salas told viewers on his YouTube channel, Prophecy Watchers, that is not his YouTube channel. See, and this is the thing, they can't even get their facts straight. Prophecy Watchers is not Bill Salas. That's Gary Stearman and Bob Ulrich. Uh, Bill Salas was probably the guest, but that's not his show. He was a guest on somebody else's show. So, see, they don't don't do their due due diligence. They don't even bother to try to find out what show it is. So how are we going to trust them to know a thing about Bible prophecy or Christianity when they can't even do that amount of research? Go to prophecywatchers.com. Who is on the front page? Uh, Is it Bill Salas or is it Gary Stearman? Is it Bob Ulrich? Anyway... So that, that's not his YouTube channel. That's not Bill Salas's. He was probably a guest. But anyway, he said, quote, Iran is the elephant in the room in the Middle East. He's the bully. Mr. Salas suggested that God is angry with the current Iranian leadership and that Christians should watch recent videos as they are likely to fulfill Bible prophecies. Again, totally generalizing right there. Uh, but let, let's see. Here's a quote. He added, I really do believe this is going to lead to other things. That's number one on my radar. Why are they making? Why are they making these really gen, the actual quotes that they give are so general? But there, notice how the quote. I'm going to show you the article right here. Notice the structure of this. Okay, so they 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 misquote or, or they they misrepresent who Bill Salas is up here. They don't even get the name of his show right or anything. Uh, they do that here, and then they generalize what he said. No direct quotes in this part here, right here. Mr. Salas suggested that God is angry with the current Iranian leadership and that Christians should watch recent events as they are likely to fulfill biblical prophecies. They give no quotes here, but then the quote that they do give down here to try to support this is the most general statements. I really do believe this is going to lead to other things. This is number one on my radar. I mean, these are two of the most general, those are the quotes that they give. Those are the worst quotes they could find. Because again, it's Bill Salas, and he's not a—he's not a nut. He's—he's he's not some crazy conspiracy guy. I mean, he's—he's he's a very well-grounded, researched individual. And to prove it, that is the most extreme quote that they could find. Well, these things lead to other things. Yes, things do lead to other things. Congratulations, Express. Uh, but what they're trying to do is they're trying to give a quote to make this sound plausible. Um, that they're trying to paint Bill Salas as this guy as like some kind of guy who's saying that we're living in the end of the world right now, and he's never said that. 
The popular Christian novelist Joel Rosenberg, who in recent years has led trips of evangelical leaders to meet with leaders in the Middle East, has said that while he is cautious about saying that prophecies from the Bible are unfolding right now, he takes those forecasts from the Old and New Testament seriously. He interprets biblical texts such as Ezekiel 38, which describes a forthcoming war as meaning that Iran will ally with Russia and attack Israel. He says that Jeremiah 49, which describes the destruction of the nation, promises God's judgment as well as eventual blessing, specifically on the na- nation of Iran. And because of the political climate around Iran right now, they are spe- expressed they are specifically focusing on Iran with uh, Bill Salas and with Joel Rosenberg because they're trying to paint us Christians as bullies. We're unloving bullies who hate the Iranian people. That's what they're trying to say about us, and it's not true. We want to see the whole world saved. We want to see the Iranians saved. We want to see everybody come to Christ and have eternal life with us. You can't hate somebody if you want to spend eternity with them. It doesn't make any sense. But these people, these these so-called journalists, they don't spend a fraction of, uh, of any amount of time to try to understand Christianity, what we believe, what we feel about things, why we believe them, why we feel the way we do, and why we have the motivations what we, of what we have. Because what the truth doesn't fall in line with their narrative. It doesn't fall in line with their narrative. If they actually did their research they would realize none of none of us none of us are actually the way that they present us as being so this isn't just an attack on bill salas it's not just attack an attack on joel rosenberg or that the the other guy about the locust it's an attack on you and me and all of us all of christianity and we have to defend against this stuff um that that actually is the whole reason that we started daily renegade in the first place that's the whole reason because we keep getting attacked online we as christians we don't have a platform we can trust you know bill salas can't even say the, the most normal things on youtube without places like Express, um, just attacking it and turning it into something it's not. Uh, And we can't post things on YouTube. I actually got some really important information about Kratom that I need to share with you, but I can't do it on YouTube. Uh, I have to do it on Daily Renegade for members only uh, because YouTube won't allow it. Every time I've tried to post Kratom news on uh, YouTube, they delete the video. They get rid of it. And they they say it's not allowed. So that that was the whole reason that we even started Daily Renegade in the first place. And now it's it's getting to be bigger and it's getting to be a serious contender for things like YouTube. And so that's why I, I, I implore you all to go become a member at Daily Renegade and get rid of Netflix, get rid of YouTube, get rid of all, all this other stuff. Uh, don't trust any of it. And come where you're actually appreciated. Come where you're actually respected and loved uh, for for the Christian brother and or and or sister, you know, group of people might be watching right now. You know, men and women. Uh, but for uh, the brethren that you are, you're you're going to be appreciated and loved with us. We're we're all a family, and and we at Daily Rene- Renegade recognize that. Um, now, for some reason. YouTube has allowed because the rules are totally inconsistent and uh, you, you can't predict them ever. But they have at least uh, up until now allowed me to tell you that we do offer uh, some great sources of Kratom at DailyRenegade.com. So Coastline Kratom, you saw a commercial earlier for Tropic Health Kratom. Both are available. Coastline Kratom, you need to set up a Zelpay account. Tropic Health, you can do it with a credit card um, or I believe even, even PayPal. But you can go to DailyRenegade.com and in the top uh, banner, you can get some Kratom. I take this stuff every day. I'm a chronic pain sufferer and I've got my life back. I can actually function day to day, which is nice and not be so focused on pain. Uh, but it's great. It, it doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be extreme pain. It could be arthritis or if you have a bad back or a bum knee. I mean, many of us have these problems. 
this can greatly help. Also, the cool thing about Kratom is if you take it in really small doses, it's a good energy boost. Uh, you could actually replace your coffee in the morning. Like, who would want to do that? But if you wanted to for some reason, uh, if you wanted to get away from caffeine, this could be a good substitute. Uh, or, or you can do what I do. I just take it with coffee, and it's great. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I take this stuff every day. It's excellent, and, you, you, you know, I, I believe you could get your life back, too. It, it could help you. Uh, also, CBD is awesome, too. Uh, with CBD, I haven't had to take as much Kratom, which is, is, is good. Um, not that I have to take a lot anyway, but if, if I, if I can lessen the amount of anything that I have to do like that, any kind of maintenance thing that I have to do good. Uh, so CBD is, is excellent. CBD pure is the best on the market today. Uh, and they are totally non-GMO pesticide free organic, and they test every single batch they make. They do not let a batch go out before testing it through a third-party independent testing facility. So the testing facility doesn't have a dog in the fight, uh, but CBD Pure is is so dedicated to their name that they they put forth the extra effort and, and cost to do that, to test every batch to make sure that everything going out is completely non-GMO, pesticide-free, totally organic in every way possible. It just simply is the best you can find on the market. And they make it for your pets, too. So if you have a dog who gets anxious at times or, or a cat who's tearing up your furniture, uh, try CBD Pets. So CBD Pure, CBD Pets, you can find that at dailyrenegade.com in the top banner. And lastly, Colloidal Silver. There's a, you know, we, we got a lot of colds and flus going on. Uh, and there have been a lot of people who have sworn by colloidal silver as a great immune booster. You can also clean with this stuff in your house. If you got some dirty countertops and you don't want to use harmful uh, chemicals, cancer-causing things, you can get rid of those. Get yourself some colloidal silver. Pure colloidal silver, silver li lives up to its name. Silver of Life is the number one rated colloidal silver on the market today. So go to dailyrenegade.com and you can find it there as well. Okay, so I do have some important news uh, coming from uh, John Hopkins Medical. Uh, so you would think YouTube would allow it, but they won't. Uh, or at least it's very unlikely they won't. Uh, so we're going to have to save that for members only. If you are not a member, please consider going to dailyrenegade.com and getting a membership. Only $10 a month or $100 a year. We support a number of other ministries. So, uh, you know, pro-life stuff, uh, getting the, uh, you know, ministering to the Jewish people in Israel. We, 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 a list of all that is at dailyrenegade.com if you're interested. But we support other efforts. Uh, so your membership isn't only going to us. Uh, don't think of us as a stagnant pond where you send your money to and it just sits there and festers. We're a flowing stream. Uh, so we don't only support ourselves, but we try to help our brothers and sisters in Christ who are involved in other ministries as well. So uh, your, your, your membership goes to that. Uh, DailyRenegade.com, $10 a month, $100 a year. Get the $100 a year because you get two months for free that way. It's a great deal. Also, you just got to pay for it once and you don't have to think about it for a whole year. A lot, a lot can happen in a year uh, and you don't have to think about it. So make sure you do that. Okay, we're going to call it good for non-members. Please subscribe, follow us on social media, everybody else. Uh, yeah, members, hang on the line. Everybody else, take care. God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.